You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. New episodes every Monday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Listen up, pigskin fans. The moment you've all been waiting for is finally here. And DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of Super Bowl 55, is bringing back their golden ticket giveaway with up to $55 million in prizes up for grabs. All you have to do to get your share of these huge prizes is enter DraftKings' free Super Bowl prediction challenge. Once you submit your picks, you will get an instant prize up to $25,000. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN to enter the free $55 million Super Bowl prediction challenge. Everyone gets an instant prize up to $25,000 just for playing. So use promo code THPN now and enter the free $55 million Super Bowl challenge. Only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of Super Bowl 55. Conditions and eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Hello and good day, San Jose, and welcome to the Stick Hungry Podcast, your home of the San Jose Sharks on the Hockey Podcast Network. My name is Dylan Kayser, and I'm joined in studio by Producer T. We also have Nick Floor on the call. Nick, how you doing today, buddy? I'm doing good. Just got off work. Bit of a, a lull of a day, but I'm ready for some Sharks hockey today. There you go. You got some excitement now. Come on the podcast. Yep. Something to look forward how to. How are you? Uh, Producer T, how are you doing? Good. Same. Got off work. Came down here. Glad to get out, you know, because I work from home right now with everything that's going on. So glad to get out the house for the for a little bit, you know. We have exciting lives. We really do. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thrill a minute over here. <laughs> Jesus. Well, you know what? Kyle McLaren might be doing something. But you know what? We don't know. We're the people's podcast for the people, you know? Yep. yep. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and, you know, yeah, yeah, thank you. I, I knew I screwed that up so bad. <laughs> people that, that's, for the people. That's, just, that's just the Stick Hungry podcast right there. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, by the way, folks, if you're listening to the podcast, we are recording on Tuesday night. So yeah. uh, we haven't seen this Colorado Avalanche game. Uh, it's just about to start, actually. And uh, I'm a little bit worried. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, a little worried. Bold this prediction. Avalanche team is something else. Got a bold prediction off the top right now. Five two. Five two for the sharks or no for the for the avalanche. avalanche. I was just thinking something like they're fast. Oh <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not a prediction. What is that predict? That that McKinnon guy yeah, is pretty that good. That guy's pretty that fast. Road. I predict that. Who's, who's that Kale McCarr guy? I thought he was a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> not much of a lettuce, man. Um oh, again, man. let's before we get into it, let's give a shout out to our Twitter handles. Yeah. Uh you can follow myself at DYL underscore THPN. You can follow the show. At Stick Hungry Pod, producer T. At producer underscore T E E. And Nick. Find me at Nick Floor underscore. And since you're last, you got to do Kyle's uh, Twitter handle as well. At McLaren underscore K. <laughs> well, you didn't break up halfway yeah, I know, through. I so I had the Wi Fi was way too good for that. <laughs> that was better. That was better. I like it. I like it. All right, boys, where do we start? Where do we start? Santa Clara. That's where we yeah. start, right? 
Yeah. Like, we, oh, we yeah, just... so you're more of a local than us. So how about? Oh, you okay, gotcha. Well, you guys weren't there last Sunday, where we talked about the the first couple games were going to be played at Gia Arena because, as of what we know, uh, the Sharks aren't going to be able to play home games, and it looked depressing, and there was no trending. And then, bada bing, boom, bap! Next fucking day, Woo! yeah, Santa Clara County lifts the the non-contact ban. For sports teams. So the Sharks are allowed to practice at their home rink. Now, there still technically is a 10 day quarantine period for people traveling within the county or in the county from outside the county. So we'll see if there's any way the Sharks can incorporate some sort of non contact bubble to be able to play home games. But we're trending upward. Uh, President of the San Jose Sharks, Jonathan Becker, is on the case. So fear not. We got good fucking news. And uh, we also have a hot take that's coming off uh, Facebook. Nate Thomas saying, hot take. Nick has no hot takes. Ooh. Yeah, right but I got, the bat, eh? At least I got better that's taste buds, you. you fucking Miracle Whip eat sandwich eating dude. <laughs> you know what? That's a fair point. Yeah, anyone who's slathered that on a piece of bread and eating it with a smile on his face on this it's, podcast it has no hot takes. Doesn't even spread it. Just fucking dollops that shit on there with a spoon <laughs> uses the back of the spoon to spread that shit yeah, around that's what he did. Like, oh. uh, Sharks fan 03 Steve saying lol uh, we, we did laugh out loud so it's yeah, quite we accurate did. We did. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right so before we talk um, Nate, Nate Thomas coming in again on Facebook saying hey those are fighting words. Hey, Throw some miracle whip at you, boy. Nate, I will defend miracle whip till the end. <laughs> Nate, talk to me when your own country doesn't black out your own hockey games. <laughs> Come on, man. That's a, that's a topic sure. for another day. But yeah, that is that is disappointing. <laughs> that is disappointing. Um, all right, let's uh, let's quickly talk about the Minnesota Wild game, where we actually came out with a five three victory. Yeah. Nice to see. I mean, we split another series. It's not the greatest. I mean, you're not really taking a step forward by doing that because we're all in the same division. But hey, we got to win. And Brent fucking Burns. That guy. Good. Just just put him out on the ice. Five on one. He can do it Everything. all. He can do it all. That I mean, watching that goal, I had a, a literal fucking meltdown. <laughs> if I were to bring my wife on as like an eyewitness, I, I'm sitting on our bed like 12 feet over there. Watch watching the TV <laughs> right there. <laughs> I know it's PG, PG. <laughs> um, I'm watching it on TV, and I see everything that he does, and my my instant reaction, oh, my God, Brett Burns. Oh, my God. Oh, my fucking God. Like I just couldn't believe what I saw. Goal of the year. Amazing. Mm. I mean, honestly, it's, it's pretty incredible, especially a guy with, like, that kind of reach, able to maneuver so tightly in yeah. between all the Minnesota defenders. The handling was unreal. It, yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, Sharks I mean, had 03 saying, uh, who is your forced? Yeah, I think he meant first <laughs> goal scorer tonight. He says Brent Burns. Hey, good ride the hot scorer. hand. I mean, and let's think about this in like context, right? So Brent Burns finished the game with 27 and a half minutes of ice time, right? There was only two minutes left in the game when he scored that goal. So yeah. if you assume that he played the rest of those two minutes, which he didn't, that's 25 minutes of fucking time on ice, and he still has the juice to pull a move like that and sacrifice the six Minnesota Wild players, including the goaltender, to the Wookiee <laughs> gods to channel. Holy shit, man. That was insane. We even had Andrew Choi from uh, Weekly Nightly or Vegas Nightly just in awe, just like, okay, I'm a Vegas fan, but holy shit, that was goal of the year. He undressed the entire team. He walked every dog in the park with that goal. 
And uh, you mentioned Vegas. We did uh, beat them, by the way, yeah. in the THPN jersey bracket. How are you? It was a close one. It was like 52% to 48. There's like 800 votes almost. I guess those burner accounts I made worked. The <laughs> burner accounts worked. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Brent Burns had a good, great game overall. It yeah. wasn't just that last play. He's looking like the old Brent Burns, and mm-hmm. I'm liking it. He was aggressive in the defensive zone, and I don't know if it was because of the pairing swap with uh, he had uh, Vlasic on his line instead of Ferraro this last game. So maybe Vlasic played a little bit more of that stay-at-home role um, and was able to actually defend where Brent Burns was very aggressive in all three zones. There was a one specific play where he breaks up a pass uh, when they were coming down the right wing side and then the puck kind of floats over to the defenseman at the blue line and then he chops it out of the, the defensive zones there. There, So like, I mean, he was just all around great. And that's what we want to see from Brent Burns. And he's not even a spring chicken either. The dude's 35. I think he turns 36 within a couple of months or something. And he's still fucking popping off. So uh, amazing. amazing. Yeah. And it's honestly, it's not what we like to see. It's like kind of what we need to see. Right well, now. it's, I think, it's the, I think it's the only way we're going to, we're going to win any games, right? We're going to have to have these star players like Burns have unbelievable nights where he does, you know, he does everything on the ice defense and he scores those incredible goals to get the win. Um, I don't think it's sustainable still. I mean, we still didn't even come out, you know, winning both games. Um, but it's, it's a positive step. And to see a guy like that, blowing off like you said at his age it's great to see and overall i mean we're looking pretty even with minnesota yeah. in my opinion i don't think they i don't think they're a better team than us to be quite honest with you they might be no, deeper it's, it's tight it might be deeper depth wise like yeah. uh isha jerome of the soda pod likes to say yeah. um and goaltending yeah they probably got us beat there but our offense i mean it can carry us and it showed in that For game sure. i think the funny part about the the counterpoint of them having a deeper roster is that the sharks had five different goal scorers in that second game. So where the Sharks have been fairly criticized for not getting the depth this offseason that they could have gotten, you know, we had the Parise goal first, and then Donato scores, Kane scores, Gregor scores, Burns scores, and then Nieto scores. That's the type of scoring the Sharks need to have sustained success this year. So, again, it's relying that much on Brent Burns, 27 minutes time on ice probably isn't sustainable, like you said, T. But getting everybody in the game and everybody working together as a unit positive trends that we saw out of this game especially the fucking third line like oh my lord oh dude absolutely they've been amazing and that's that's again what we need because typically we're not a deep team so when we can get a great performance from the third or fourth line we'll take most of those games Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, we have a few comments coming in uh your boy sv says yo shane you're late going shane um Sharks fan 03 saying, looking California, feeling Minnesota. Is that, yeah. a, is that like an old country know. song? <laughs> <laughs> no, Might be. It's cold as hell right now. I mean, yeah. it's in, in our Look, like, You're the American. You're the American. <laughs> Fill us in. Yeah. That's an insight on this. Uh, this saying. You're the American. Today, maybe. I don't know. Um, I, had one, I have two stats I want to throw at you guys. And, uh, Hashtag stat guy. <laughs> uh, we talked a lot about face-offs in the last couple of games and how it was crucial for the sharks to be good in the face-off dot Dylan Gambrell was 70 had a 75% win percentage in the face-off dot Timo Meyer didn't lose a single face-off, but if I were to tell you one of those players logged 14 and a half minutes of time on ice and the other player logged 13 minutes of time on ice, who do you think it would be? Well, I'd assume Timo Meyer is the higher one. Wrong. Dylan Gambrell got more time on ice than fucking Timo Meyer. 
Wow. Like, it, well, it's... you know, we've, we've said that these guys need the chance this year, right? And you know what? If they're performing, why not? I don't think he's going to be scared to mix it up. He's not no. going to be scared to give ice time to the guys that not wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily think he would. And guys, it, it looks like someone's <laughs> yeah. just like rolled off the street, came <laughs> off the train, came thing? off the train Wait, tracks, and you know, came in California, Minnesota. And, Minnesota. <laughs> uh, welcome to the podcast, Mr. Kyle McClure in Minnesota too. <laughs> Kyle, how's it going, buddy? I'm freezing my ass off. So how do you guys doing? Is it actually that cold over there? You know, it, it says, I mean, uh, for Canadians, I'm not going to say it's that cold, but I'm sitting outside right now, so I'm going to say it's, uh, we're getting a storm in tonight. Uh, judging by the wind chimes, I'd say you're right. Uh, I hey, feel like gotta, the, the wind is coming. It's 7 degrees Celsius with 24 kilometer an hour winds. You guys got toques or beanies, whatever you call them on, yeah. and you guys got big hoodies. Like, man, seven degrees here. That's that's a nice warm day. Might even head to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If I was uh, back in my day, I'd be wearing shorts and a t-shirt right now, but since I'm uh, Californianized, then I'm wearing a jacket and uh, jeans and some nice warm socks. And paying high taxes. You got, <laughs> you got the, me high taxes. Do you got the long johns on, Kyle? No long, John, no, no long, no long johns unless I'm going to Tahoe skiing or something like that. Uh, actually, you know, I'm going to bring up an old comment because maybe Kyle knows about this one. Uh, SharksFan03 commented, looking California, feeling Minnesota. And then he says Soundgarden. So do you, do you know what he's talking about? That's a band. Soundgarden's a band of Seattle. Okay. So I'm and assuming it was a lyric in one of their they songs. They came up when I was actually playing in Tacoma. But uh, I mean, again, it's, you get to dress for the weather. I mean, yeah. you guys are you guys are inside, nice degrees. You know, I mean, you probably got what temperature <laughs> set up to seventy five degrees. Got some nice degrees going up in the office here. Right. Uh, I love it. Uh, Ch- Jamie saying, uh, "I may." Oh, uh, I don't know. we've gone through this. Have we? Oh, man. I, I'm just terrible with names. So if you're going to comment on the stream, assume I'm going to butcher your name. Yeah. I, I, I don't apologize at this point. It's it's just a known fact. Uh, it says, do I watch this or the game? Both. I mean, this is, are you going to get soothing wind chimes yeah, in the Santa? Oh, my God. Listen to those chimes. You'll be good. Did you know that it's doubled right as an ASMR experience? <laughs> Uh, there you go, folks. In the flesh, the wind chimes. <laughs> uh, Mike, Mike Black, Mike Black must be yes, Mike Black. His you know keyboard Black, is flying right now. I talked to him today. He was waiting for the wind chimes to come back. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I don't think we actually read Mike Black's uh, last email no, to us. Thank God. Yeah, because it, it wasn't quite PG thirteen. Yeah. It wasn't even quite fourteen A. It was you know kind of R rated. So what the hell is fourteen A? You, you guys don't have that in the states. No. What do you uh, have? It goes from PG thirteen to rated R. Oh okay. So what's in between? We have M, right? The teenagers who can't watch shit. Oh yeah, no, I think it's uh mature. Yeah. But I'm, I don't know. Uh, glad to see Kyle in real time and not choppy. Oh. I won't, even, I won't even read the name. Yeah. <laughs> you missed, hey, you missed Sunday's episode. I mean, I was not choppy on Sunday's episode, was I, Nick? No, no, you were running in with that fine, was it 4G LTE you were running in? Yes, at? I'm still running it right now, so you know what? <laughs> I don't That's know what's right. going on. So we we talked about it before on. we started the stream. We're going to start a GoFundMe to help pay for your phone bill, at least. 
All right, be perfect. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Sharks fan 03 saying Kyle is in the foothills, so he's probably a little bit colder than us. Okay. That's true. Kyle the Mountain Man. I love it. All right. Uh, do we have anything else about this Minnesota Wild game that we want to touch on, or should we uh, should we move on? No, we won. They lost. That's all that matters. There you go. There's the game breakdown. That's a W. All right. So uh, right now, alongside <laughs> the wind chimes are just, just look at them Hold going. on. Hold on. No, 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 no. It's for the ambiance. Uh, Sharks fan 03 saying game on later, you guys. See you, Steve. Uh, give us updates yeah. on the game. Uh, I'm sure we'll be watching later. Did you just take down the wind chimes? Yes. I took down the wind chimes. I, I hear in some states that's bad luck, so I don't know. <clears throat> Pigeon chiming in. Kyle looks like he is in Lethbridge. You 100% do. Well, you know what? Lethbridge is a lot colder than it is here right now. So, I mean, I'll, 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 I'll handle a little bit of 30-degree weather and a little wind and a little rain. That's it? Nice. That's where you draw the line? <laughs> that's where I draw the line right now. We have another one coming in from Facebook. John Kayser loving the wind chime. Oh, that's uh, awesome. I love it. I love it. Again, I don't know that guy. <laughs> Who is that? Uh, no, I, I think I'm shout out, shout, You got to shout out that your dad. Yeah. <laughs> Big shout out to the Pops watching the stream. I don't know why he isn't watching the San Jose Sharks game. Yeah, that's know. true. Uh, I mean, the, oh, man, the, the wind, wind chimes chime, are getting more than we are. Wind chimes are popping yeah. off here. The wind chimes, VA Sports Talk. Oh. We're going we're gonna to title this wind chime episode ASMR. Wimshine City. Uh, close to the microphones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's let's talk about this Avalanche yeah. game, which is uh, underway now, apparently, because Steve yeah. has left the stream to go watch the game. Boys, this is one of the teams I don't like facing off with because, like I said at the start of the season, I think this Avalanche team could win the Stanley Cup. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think this is going to be the uh, this and the Vegas series are going to be our biggest challenge. Um, hopefully, you know what? Even if we get one or two, you know. Or even if we split the series, whatever, it, a win against them will be a huge, huge confidence boost. Um, do I see it happening tonight? I'm not sure, but uh, everything you know, this season has shown that anything can happen. Really, anything is possible. Anything there is possible. You go. There's some <laughs> positive words from T. Uh, <laughs> Nick, what do you think? Uh, it's going to be about uh, a super ultra hockey take coming in here. We got to play our game, guys. We got to play our game, and we got to get what. We got to get pucks deep. <laughs> um, no puck watching. Uh, no fucking pylon bullshit in our own zone. Play aggressive in the D zone. Uh, we're not going to be able to outskate them at all. Uh, but we're going to have to essentially play the Sharks game. You know, quick zone entries, quick shots on the goaltenders. Uh, no letting them have their way with us. So. That's essentially what the Sharks are going to have to do. The better, the more offensive like possession the Sharks have, the less offensive possession the Avalanche have. So uh, the biggest stat right now, uh, Shang Peng of San Jose Hockey now actually just tweeted it out. The sport logic stat is, excuse me. <clears throat> You're excused. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, San Jose is second worst in the NHL with odd man rushes against per game. And Colorado is seventh best in odd man rushes generated per game. So don't do that. Sharks. Yeah. Don't do that. That's your best analogy. Don't do it. that. Don't allow them. Cause I mean, look how great they, they have three Calder trophy winners, Landis, Gog, McKinnon and McCarr. So 
don't allow them to generate, you know, those those chances. Don't give up odd man rushes because they're going to make you pay when you have a goaltender that can't move fucking side to side like Jones. Those passes, you know, left to right are going to fucking destroy us. So I, I like T's little prediction earlier in the episode where he said five to two or five to three, because I feel like that is like an easy first game for Colorado to be able to do. Um, but I I would like to see the Sharks come out and win this one, though. Uh, at VI Sports Talk saying, what the hell is the Sharks game? Uh, hashtag how to skate. I, I don't oh, know what this up. means. I'm actually quite confused. Uh, so hopefully he comments and kind of clears <laughs> that up for me. Uh, I've been confused a lot in this episode. The Sharks game is hawking. It's a baby um, <laughs> cigarette in its mouth. <laughs> There's not a lot. <laughs> There's not a lot of credibility coming from that account. I'll just tell you that. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, yeah, I mean this this Avalanche team. You said it, Nick. We we don't match up well against them. Their offense. I mean, their top line is something else. Nathan McKinnon. You know, you could debate. He might be the best player in the league, or at least second or third best. He's he's definitely up there. Then you got guys like Rantanen as well, Landis Cog, who are also really good players. Grubauer, Philip Grubauer, their goaltender. He's played well this season, but I feel like he could crack. I feel like the offense of the San Jose Sharks could put a few uh, behind Grubauer, and I think that's really our only chance because if we play a defensive style of game, I mean, we can try it, but they're just too good for that. You, you can try that against a team like the Minnesota Wild where they don't have that top offense, but when you're playing a, uh, against a team like Colorado, I mean – it's going to be goal for goal. You, you got to you got to yeah. hope to win the game six five in my opinion. I think I think this is where we're going to see that the Sharks aren't going to be like yeah. The only way they're going to win this year is if they completely outscore a team, and this isn't a team they're going to outscore. I don't think that's why I think that they're going to have like the Avalanche are going to have quite a bit of a lead on this one. There's going to be a lot of goals. It'll be a fun game for the neutrals especially, but. I really don't see us even close to outscoring the Avalanche. You know, I, I think we did a great job against Minnesota, but that's Minnesota, you know? I watch out. VI Sports Talk <laughs> is watching this, and he is the host of the Minnesota Wild podcast. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's, go ahead, Nick. No, I was uh, going to ask Kyle. Kyle, I'm interested to see from, like, a defensive perspective what you think the Sharks, given their lack of defense, uh, can do to kind of help subdue the Colorado attack. I mean, the only thing I can see is is basically Brett Burns scoring goals like he did the uh, last game. I mean, defensively, they're an offensive defensive front instead of being defensive. So, you mean Colorado's highly offensive? They got great defense. They're a younger team, but I just don't see them being able to compete with the way that. I mean, the only thing is, in my opinion, is goaltending. I think the Sharks may have an edge on goaltending right now, but when it comes to defense and forwards, to me, Colorado's younger, they're faster, and they're just a lot better control team, uh, except for goaltending. Kyle, I don't think I've ever heard that phrase before. The Sharks have the edge in goaltending. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah. That is interesting. But I was going to say, to a point, you're looking at Grubauer. Come on. Do you mean yeah. it's Grubauer? That's <laughs> Grubauer. Jones, though. Well, you know what? Jones, I, 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 I mean, I, I don't know if I'd say we have the edge, but I feel like it's more even this game than a typical game against most other teams in the league who have the edge of rust. If you're talking about goaltending, I mean, the team-wise, I mean, offensively, you can't you can't tell me that the San Jose Sharks are better than Colorado on offense. No. But if you look at the fence, it's like, uh, you know what, 
maybe the Sharks have better offensive defensemen than the, than Colorado, but when it comes to goaltending, is like Grubauer to Jones and Dubnik, I just don't see them stacking up that way. Yeah, what I think is interesting, Kyle. You said about them being a lot faster than us. I think the Sharks are. F- not, they're not as fast as Colorado, but I think Kyle, can... the kid coming home from school or what? <laughs> yeah, they're coming in. <laughs> it's fucking cold out here, right? <laughs> right, family's just getting back from swim class. So I, I thought you were going to say Reno, but that's that's a good second. That's a good second. Yeah, no, I, w- I would be in Reno too. <laughs> All right, Nick, uh, you can continue your thoughts. I just had to throw that in there. <laughs> oh, no, I appreciate it. Uh, it caught me by surprise, so I kind of stumbled a little bit there. Um, but, you know, we say that Colorado is a very fast team, if not one of the fastest in the NHL. Um, I think it has to go more towards their play. Their play matches up with their legs, right? So the passing and everything, the deking, it all meshes well together. I feel like the Sharks, their play isn't as fast as Colorado, but their legs, because of how much younger with John Leonard and Noah Gregor, I feel like the Sharks can keep up in stride, but it's all going to be about finding a way to stop them from essentially scoring. But I, I do feel like the Sharks are as fast as Colorado as far as skating goes, but as far Nick, as playing hey, fast, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Nick. not so much. Nick, hold on, hold on, hold on a sec. Oh, boy. Who stops Nathan McKinnon on the Sharks' defense right now? Nobody, but I'm not, not, ta- I'm, not talking about the, I'm talking about like, I mean, how many people in the entire NHL can stop Nathan McKinnon? Well, there's a few, there's a few, but I can count them all with my, my single hand yes. here, so, but none of them are on the Sharks, right? right? But what I'm talking about is team speed, like overall, if you take the entire Sharks roster, they're a lot faster than they were last year. Just they general, have to, they speed. have to play a perfect game right now to win the game. Yeah, that I think that's that's the perfect statement. The yeah. Sharks have to play perfect to win. If they're even slightly imperfect, Colorado has the edge everywhere. Yeah. I think it's Colorado not like Minnesota. Sorry, too. it's not like Minnesota game, or it's not like playing Phoenix. Colorado is a legitimate has a chance to win the cup this year, and and that's where I look at the difference. Is, is this team? The Sharks may win a game or two against them, but. Overall, I just don't see them competing against the types of Colorado type of team. And I'm only using Colorado because they're playing them, but it, it's it's night and day in my opinion. Uh, Zach Man 200, Zach Croft saying, why are you guys not watching the game? I could ask you the same question. Hey, Zach, <laughs> I am uh, watching the game. Don't tell the boys. <laughs> you said we're a podcast for the people. And yeah, exactly. Tuesday's night's record night. We're we're gonna record. Let me, let me give you the proof. It's thirteen oh eight. The Sharks decides the puck. So it's either, hey, it's for me. It's either watch the game or do a podcast. Yeah, exactly. Kyle's want? internet can't handle both. Yeah, no. And you still showed up late for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, Actually, okay. This is not sharks related. I figure. I think think we can move on from the yes, uh, yes. the avalanche kind of breakdown. We didn't talk about this, but the Pierre Luc Dubois trade, oh, which yeah. was quite the surprise. I want to know what your guys' thoughts on this trade were. Uh, it was essentially Dubois uh, for Patrick Line um, of the Winnipeg Jets. Who do you guys think won this trade, or do you think there even was a winner in this trade? Go for Nick. It was basically just like two teams that have, I don't like using the word cancers like in the locker room, but two teams that have an upset player. They don't want to be there, find a way to essentially trade one for one. I mean, I know the pick, I think it was a third round pick uh, that was given up. 
I don't remember which side had to give it up. It, it, uh, for me, it's just a team, two teams swapping players that don't want to play for them. Yeah, and I mean, it was funny. I was, I was looking online, and everybody was ripping on the Jets, saying, oh, the Jets got fleeced, the Jets got fleeced. They got a young center. I mean, yes, they gave up Patrick Laine, who's scored 40 goals in this league before, but he's a winger. I put the value in the young center first. I still think that Columbus won the trade, though, because they got, what's his name, Rupinowski or something like that? Roslovich. Roslovich. Anyway. What did you, what did you just know. call him? Rupinowski. <laughs> <laughs> No, I still, I still do think that Columbus won the trade, though. Like, fight. I, I mean, Patrick Laine, we've seen him have like fantastic seasons. We've seen him be a superstar in this league already. Yeah. You know, I, I think he got maybe he got tired of the coaching. We heard that maybe it was the locker room. I know that some people are worried that you know he won't turn out for Torts, and maybe him and Torts won't get along. I think the opposite. You know, he's this Finnish guy. I think he'll relish the opportunity to be under pressure, to be held accountable for his play. I, I honestly think Columbus have won this one, and and they were the one held over a barrel basically by this guy. So for them to pull this one out and still look good, um, uh, good for them. I mean, they've had to do it year after year. It feels, and year after year, they seem to be getting good trades out of it, and hopefully they can bounce back. I really, I, I feel bad for this Columbus team. It feels like anytime they get even like remotely good, these guys want to get out of there. Um, well, so, and is Lydie you know, not an RFA coming up? I think in next year. I think I he's know. an RFA yeah, at the end of the is, season. Yeah. I could yes, be mistaken. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, but the Jets are carrying a, quite a chunk of the salary as well. I think just for this year, right. not that that even this is more. This isn't really like a cap trade. This is really is just like a you know a, a well, straight just, up hockey trade. Yeah, it is a hockey trade. So I mean, I honestly think that Columbus did as best as they could in this situation with a guy who so obviously wanted out. Kyle, what do you think about this trade? I mean, two disgruntled players that want to leave their cities. Um, do you mean, like, can you imagine going to, like, again, 1A and 1B, almost the same cities? <laughs> it's not It's not the Kings. It's not San Jose. It's not a sexy city in per it's se. Canada, but, but you know, I, I actually think, you know, I mean, two years on Dubois, he's got left. So he's got this year and next year. Uh, under contract, where Line A is up after this year. I mean, they can lose Line A after a year, and that's a lot to give up. But I just, I think that, in my opinion, Winnipeg won this one. To me, Dubois is a young, a younger player. He's got a, a lot of upsides, unless he plays like he did that one shift I saw last game he played on. But, I mean, his dad's up there. He's got a family up there. Who knows? But I just, I, I just don't think it's. I mean, it's, it's Ohio is basically the Winnipeg of the United States, is pretty much. Dick said, American Manitoba. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> you know, again, it, it, it's you know, it is what it is. But I just don't. I, I, I hope it works out for both of them. But I think Winnipeg got the better bet because it's a centerman. It's a depth centerman where you can play maybe second line, first line. And uh, I mean, who knows what line he's going to do because he's been so, to me, streaky is what the, what the thing is. He gets on goal streaks and all of a sudden go flat. Well, and here's another thing with Patrick Line is he's had this success on this Winnipeg Jets team that has great centers. Now yep. you look at this Columbus team, is there a center there that he can play with, that he can actually put up those kind of numbers? Yep. I, I honestly don't think so. Yep. I think they just traded them away. Yeah, they just traded him away. Exactly. And also for the Jets, I mean, now they have Shifley and Dubois uh, down the middle. 
you can build around that. You can, yeah. you if you have to go into a retool, it doesn't matter. You have that center position locked up. You can reformat your team around those guys. So I, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna hand it to the Jets on this one. Yeah, I guess. Sure. Would, would you compare that center pairing to the likes of like the Sharks having Couture and Hurdle? Like they can kind of swap out. Like well, you well know, like have a first line player to build the depth around those two centermen. No, exactly. No, that's exactly what it is. And like I said before, I mean, the value is in the center. I mean, it's now moving forward for them. It's going to be easier and cheaper to acquire wingers to put around these guys. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think they put the chocolate in the center of the Tootsie Pop? Because that's what matters the most. That's <laughs> Nick. I, I couldn't have said it better. Um, <laughs> uh, Zach Croft chiming in saying, Kyle, where's your Sharks jersey? Uh, Jesus Christ. I don't know if you want to bring that one up. It's not coming up. It's not going to be on my jersey. It's stored away in uh, my shop. And uh, Kyle, it's looking real cold out there. I mean, I didn't even notice at first, but you got the gloves on. You got it all yeah, going. Is, so, so listen. So I cut my. Remember, I cut my finger about a oh, month right. and a half ago. Yeah. So when I'm out, the when I'm out, like literally, it could be sixty degrees out, and my finger numbs up. So yeah, at least having a glove on helps me with that. And I was doing yard work today, and I was doing a bunch of different shit. Fuck, so Kyle. I just, I just Kyle. kept it. I just kept it on because it just it it. If I don't, my my finger goes so numb, but I can't feel it. Kyle, so, that's some that's some old man shit right there. It's cold as shit here. My cut ain't getting numb. Uh, yeah, well, I, I still, hey, I still can't bend it. No, fair enough. And I mean, man, that that was a. That was a nasty, nasty cut. cut. I can still yeah, picture it in my head. It was. It, was, it was awful. I know uh, Thomas cut his finger. Can you move your fingers yet? I can. I got the old. I got the young man uh, fingers. Oh, still, you. <laughs> yeah, I, I still can't. So it, it looks a little gift, like it's, it's all cold outside, which <laughs> it's getting colder right now. But I still can't. I still can't bend my finger. But I'd rather be warm than cold. I'll tell you that. It's fair. There you go. Uh, VA Sports Talks in American Psycho Glove. Man, you can't do much killing if you can't bend. It's a Michael fingers, Jackson man. glove because this one doesn't have one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we've we've talked probably a solid five ten minutes on this episode yeah. about uh, Kyle's clothing and yeah, yeah, right. wind chimes and <laughs> wind chimes. It's been a hell of, hell of a roller coaster here, folks. Yeah. Uh, Nick, we got something coming up for the next episode, don't we? Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, I, I talked a little bit about uh, chocolate being the center of the Tootsie Pop, and that's why it matters the most. But um, we uh, <laughs> we we teased something a while ago, a couple months ago, I think is what it was. We were challenged by someone where we were asking questions about the Nick Will Try It segment, and someone brought up the Choco Challenge, which is uh, 12 of the hottest peppers in the world blended together and thrown into this white chocolate square, essentially. And uh, I agree. My bad. <laughs> no, <laughs> come on, whiskey, settle down. <laughs> Zach Croft, Zach Croft said, "Somebody get Kyle a hot beverage." <laughs> uh, but Richie Flores kind of challenged myself to do it, and it's uh, it's here, it's arrived, and it's oh going to be live this Sunday. It's a warning: stupid spicy. The best part about this is that when you buy one of these, uh white lightning it's fucking raining out there it's um, yeah. Yeah, I just, I just started here too. 
Yeah, uh, White Lightning. They donate fifty meals to uh, Feeding America, which is the one of the main reasons awesome. why we're doing it. Like when you open this up, it's got it's got steps. You got to eat the entire bar of chocolate, film it, share it, and it comes in this this gigantic fucking box, this tiny little red square. And I don't want to say tiny as to like mock it. Oh, nice. This says you must be insane to consume this paint. It is legit. I'm gonna take it out. Oh, dude! Right here, last chance to turn back. And this is what it looks like. Wait, wait! Show, show the box again. Oh my nice. god! You must be insane! Wow, that's legit. That's pretty Field. pretty sweet packaging, though, eh? Yeah. You know, and and they got it right there. Hashtag end hunger feeding America, uh, chocochallenge.com. So we're gonna be doing this live on Sunday, and <laughs> I am gonna cry like a little bitch. So. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm I'm pretty excited. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Too. I'm pretty I'm pretty pumped for this one. Yeah, it's um, <sighs> twelve pepper insanity blend. That's what it's called. Hmm. Wow. Anything that says insanity blend, I mean, I don't know if I want to touch that. Kyle, I really hope you're stroking your dog there and not something <laughs> <in> the- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what a what, what a beauty. What a yeah. beauty. Uh, just as a quick live update, Sharks score first against oh. Colorado, uh, 10 minutes, 39 seconds into the game. Uh, take everything we said and throw it out the window, folks. <laughs> well, no, no, scoring first, that's huge. They, they set the tone. I believe it was Donato. It was the Couture Donato LeBanc line, which has found a lot of chemistry. So, um, Sharks score first. Yeah, hey, Nick, uh, like, I, like I said about uh, Vlasic the other day, he had a better game. So, I mean, once we talk about it, they have a better game. We gotta keep yeah. doing it. Yep, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Ryan Donato, should we call nine one one or nap, or wait for Sunday? Uh, yeah, I, I appreciate no, the concern. No, no, honestly, if it was me eating that, you might actually have to call nine one one. Authorities and medical personnel will be on site. Yeah. I mean, I, I I highly suggest this is just a financial decision. I would call Crime Stoppers and get the uh, get the anonymous tip for that one rather than nine one one. You're gonna have to have like a cup of milk or something on hand, though. Eh? Uh, yeah, I've I've done a lot of research into ways to prep. <laughs> it, it's not the like from what I've read, it really isn't the initial that's the worst part. It's the aftermath, dude. You're not allowed to prep and train for this. I did. I did. <laughs> prep and train for this. Don't they ever tell you that it went before you go out for drinking? Is chug a little bit of Pepto Bismol. Yeah, you won't um, get you won't get drunk or you won't get like hungover. So the point of drinking if you're not getting drunk, Kyle. You get well, high off the you get hungover. Is, it could help you out, probably. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, because it, it coats your stomach, right? So, oh, that yeah. makes sense. So, yeah. I mean, I, I know a lot about Pepto Bismol. Apparently, <laughs> I'm gonna be eating a. I think it's like two slices of buttered toast, like a lot of butter on it because the dairy helps break down the capsaicin. So Nick, this might wow. be disgusting. And honestly, I normally would not suggest this. Whole but you know what? The uh the miracle whip on I bread. I mean, that might that might do the trick. But the thing is, you have to put on as much as Nate Thomas from the oh, Quack oh, Report oh. puts on. And then, like oh. at that point, you just got miracle whip in your mouth <laughs> and a little bit of pepper mixed in. So. Oh. Oh, God, Jones just that. fucking robbed Rantanen. I know that everyone's gonna be listening to this on uh, on Thursday. They're gonna be like, "We fucking know. We watched it." But Jones just committed highway robbery. So, um, <laughs> crime stoppers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. 
We should, <laughs> so, we should yeah. start watching this game, boys. Yeah, we, we should actually uh, start watching this game. Zach um, Mandel will be having our having our bodies for this. Oh, if we don't get to and watch and it. shout out to Zach for uh, coming on the podcast. I think yeah. two episodes ago now. Yeah. Uh, guys, we're almost at a hundred though, and, and that's why we're doing this uh, chocolate challenge with uh, Nick. But a hundred episodes. Don't say we are doing this chocolate challenge. I am doing this chocolate <laughs> challenge. We get the words. Nobody else. I'm still waiting on Kyle to eat a fucking hot bean. Okay. <laughs> Oh, Kyle eats the pot beans. Oh man! Oh man! Sorry, I, I just I'm, I'm here petting my dog still. Oh yeah, that's what they call it now. Eh? <laughs> yeah, they're calling it these days. Eh? <laughs> petting the dog, feed, feeding the geese, boys. I'm just feeding the geese. Joke of the chicken. Oh. <laughs> should probably wrap this one up. Yeah, this is this just got out of hand. Joke the chicken. Oh. Is that what you just said? <laughs> You've never heard of that one? I have, but I just didn't expect Kyle to pop that one out. Kyle, the dad, wearing his New Balance shoes. Choking <laughs> the chicken. Is there any kids, kids watching? I told you. They don't knock my shoes. <laughs> you actually own New Balance. Okay, Kyle, before we, before we end this podcast, we got to see your shoes. Because if they are New Balance, I'm just going to die. There better be some Wolverine boots. Oh yeah, that's, that's <laughs> okay. 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 All right, you've been promoted. Those I don't know what kind of they are. I think they're Merrill shoes. They're oh, hiking shoes. shoes. Those are actually are. good shoes. I'm a Merrill. big Merrill guy. Yeah, me too. Big Merrill guy. Yeah. Yeah. Treep. She's my favorite. Shoes are what they are. Okay. Okay. Nice. True Canadian. True Canadian. I like it. All right, guys. Uh, yeah, this has gotten out of hand. Um, <laughs> Okay. Kawhi is signed by New Balance from your ah, boy SD. The hockey podcast. I want to see Kawhi wear those white ones with the New Balance right on there. The old dad shoes. I want to see him wear those one game. Yes. Yeah. Who, who do you think would win for that game? at my work? We have a word for those shoes that I can't say on this public broadcast. <laughs> yeah, I will you can. Tell you. No, I cannot. Yeah, you can. No, I cannot. I'm not going to say it. You're going to stand solo until you say it. <laughs> right? There's two names. I'll give you the, the first one is Mississippi Mud Flats, but the other ones I can't tell you. I can't fucking tell you. Okay, maybe you can't. <laughs> you tell me that. Uh, well, oh, boy. Well, so uh, this is a San Jose Sharks podcast. Yeah, what a way, way to end this episode. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening again. For everyone listening to the podcast version, we are recording on Tuesday night. So, uh, don't get mad at us for not breaking down the Colorado Avalanche game. We haven't seen it yet. <laughs> we haven't seen it. We can't just. We're going to. We're going to watch it right now. We can't oh. just travel into the future, folks. <laughs> oh, look, there it is. They won four to three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What? Six, I, six I didn't three, say who. Six, I just said they. Okay, we're going to end this. <laughs> <laughs> all right folks uh let's give a shout out to our twitter handles you can follow myself at dyl underscore thpn uh you can follow the show at stick on <laughs> you can follow the pod uh the network at hockey pod net jesus christ uh producer team uh producer underscore t-e-e <laughs> nick you can find me on twitter at nick floor underscore <laughs> and uh kyle McLaren underscore K. There you have it, folks. What a fucking roller coaster that episode was. <laughs> uh, let's hope the Sharks pull out a win against the Avalanche. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We will catch you on Sunday.